0: Thank you for listening to the Celebration Church podcast. For more information about Celebration Church, go to ccacron.org. There you will find information about our church, upcoming events, and how to make a contribution to the ministry of Celebration Church. We hope this message is an encouragement to you. But we're going to pick up for the Christmas season, and no, I'm not forgetting Thanksgiving. I'm actually gonna. I'm Psalms 100 is a psalm of Thanksgiving, so we're, we'll jump into that here in a second. But um, for the Christmas season, I want to do uh, do a series or take a look at called "We've Come to Worship," that what it means to be a worshipper. What it, what it means to worship the Lord, what, what is praise and worship, the styles of praise and worship, the commands in Scripture. And, you know, this morning is a great example. You know, the Lord does great illustrated, illustrated messages. You know, this, this morning is a great example of the, the dynamics of praise and worship. Um, you, know, you, you know, I'm not a music person. Let me just say that. I don't understand. I don't read music, and I don't understand music. But there is a, there's a heavenly sound that is, as we tap into the flow of the Spirit, you can tap into that heavenly rhythm, that heavenly sound, and, and, and produce that in the earth. And that's what, we're, that's what worship's all about. That's what worship is all about. It's tapping into that sound, that heavenly sound. There's, there is perpetual praise and worship happening around the throne of God right now. There is read your bible there 's perpetual praise and worship and we 're going to take a look at this but there's there 's perpetual praise and worship there's there 's not a uh, musical uh, instrument I said this yesterday there 's not a musical instrument that 's not mentioned in scripture that we have today there 's not musical there 's nothing musically new it 's all in the bible it 's all right there and uh, so I want us to take a look at that we 're going to take a look at um, Our worship, and so next week we're going to start that, and I'm going to I want us to take a look next week. I got onto something yesterday, and I I I stumbled upon it. When I stumbled upon it, I thought, Oh my goodness, I'm I'm stumbling upon a a message here, and uh, specifically David bringing the Ark of the Covenant back into Jerusalem, and uh, so we're going to we're going to take a look at that next week about bringing the Ark of His presence to our generation. And so I, I, through worship, and then what that looks like through worship, I, I just, I want you to think about this. This is just a prelude. I'm not going to give you the whole message today, but I want you to think about David. If you go back, all the way back to when he, when he went out to face Goliath, Dave, David had been on the, on the sheep pasture duty. <laughs> he had been out with the sheep. He had, he had been taking care of sheep, and his. In his place of taking care of the sheep, he was what? He was a worshiper. That's, that was his place of intimacy with the Lord. And here comes this, uh, this giant, Goliath, comes out and he begins to intimidate the, the armies of Israel. He tries to overpower them, overtake them. And David has no idea what's going on. He knows there's a battle happening. He has no idea what's happening. He's not spent the, you know, the past 40 days out on the battlefield Hearing all of the taunts and all of the lies of the enemy. I want you to follow this with me. He's not, he's not been out in the in the valley of the battle hearing all the taunts and the lies, but his dad, because David was in a place of worship, a place of humility, a place of worship, daddy comes along and says, I want you to go out and serve your brothers. I want you to go out and take them food. I want you to serve them. And his worship heart. The heart of worship, a heart of a servant, goes out and he begins to what? Serve his brothers. And while he's there, he remember David's not been listening to all the lies and all the garbage. He's been worshiping. He's been in the place of intimacy. He's been worshiping, and he's he's not weighed down by all the lies. He goes out and he does what? He says, "Is there not a cause?" Is there not a cause? This man who's lying, he's coming out taunting the armies of God, and there's a boldness that rises up in, in the worshiper's heart to say, I'm going to declare, I'm going to prophesy over this giant, I'm going to prophesy over this, this region and declare he's coming down. This giant is coming down. And, I, he, and he begins to prophesy not just over the giant but over his generation. He says, I'm, I'm going to cut your head off this day, you've come out to defy the armies of God. You've come out with your spear, your sword, but I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord. I'm coming to you in the power of his might. And today, buddy, your head's going to roll. It's going to be like a little bowling ball. I'm just going to roll it right on up there in front of Saul, and we're going to see who, who wins today. And it, what he did impacted not just a battle, but changed his generation. Worshipper's heart. So we're going to take a look at that. That's just a prelude. The, the worshiping heart, the worshiping person, and how it changes a region, changes a generation, and what it's all about. So make sure you... I, I'm excited. I wish I could just dive into that today, but <laughs> it's going to be powerful. So make sure, you're, make sure you're here and part of that. Bring people, let, get, help get the word out. Psalms 100, a psalm of thanksgiving. This is the only psalm, by the way, that is titled a psalm of thanksgiving. So this is, as we get into this psalm, and, and I, ha, I don't know if you can see my Bible, I have notes all over this psalm. So uh, this is not a quiet psalm. This is one of those psalms that's not, you know, a, a somber a funeral dirge. This psalm is a happy song. We're going to take a look at this. It, is, it starts off, and says, make a joyful shout to the Lord all your lands. Make a joyful shout. Now, this is a command. You know, this is, again, I guess a a little bit of a prelude to what we're getting into. But this word, joyful shout, this is more than just, woo! Although that's, you know, what we think of in Scripture that, you know, when we, when we hear joyful shout, we think that that's what it's saying. But it's more than that. It's the word ruah in the Hebrew. And what it literally means, make a joyful shout, is to shout with a battle cry till there's a breakthrough. It is it is a intentional shout with the purpose of seeing breakthrough. So he starts off at the very beginning of this psalm of thanksgiving and say, when you're going to be thankful, when you're coming to the Lord with thanksgiving, you're coming with a shout of praise that's intended to see breakthrough happen. So uh, yep, yep. So that means when you're when you're standing in the place. Of, of issue and discouragement and fear. You've, you've been in the valley for 40 days with the giant and hearing all of his lies. You gotta come out, put on the worshiping heart and say, I will not allow you to defy the armies of the living God. You're going down, sucker. Today's, today's your final day. And you begin to let out your Holy Ghost shout on the let let that intentional praise of breakthrough that I I think about David, who says the hand of the Lord was upon me like the breakthrough of many waters. Woo. Can you I'm telling you the hand. Woo. Just the thought of that. The hand of the Lord was upon me like the break, the breaking of many waters. Lord, let your breakers come crash, crash, crash over me. Let there be breakthrough. Yeah. He wants to bring breakthrough in your life. So shout. You just sometimes, sometimes you may not see the breakthrough. I might just get hung up on this word. You might not ever see the breakthrough in the natural. David was facing a nine-foot giant, little teenager, nine-foot giant. Now, I was just in Florence, and in Florence, they've got David. But David there is 17 feet tall. This is not the same David. (laughs) This is not the same David. Goliath would have been, what, Andy, 36, 37 feet tall, if that were true. And so you got David standing there, and he says, Look, I'm not coming to you based on what I see. I'm not coming to you based on what I see, and I'm not coming to you based on the past generation's way of doing things. I didn't take on Saul's armor to do it the way that it's always been done. I've come to you in the name of the Lord. This is what God said for me to do in my generation. And this day, I'm coming out with a shout of breakthrough. I'm coming out with a praise. So sometimes you just got to shout with breakthrough, even though all you see is the problem. Sometimes you, you know, that takes faith. It takes faith to look at the situation that you're facing and saying, I'm going to shout with breakthrough until this wall comes down. You'll, you'll stand there at the wall like Jericho, standing at the wall, shout with a voice of triumph, and the Lord of hosts will come. The Lord of hosts comes on the scene and begins to break down all the walls, begins to break down and break through. He wants to break through those circumstances of your life of your life. Amen? Amen. So we want to ruah, we want to shout to the Lord, shout to the Lord, shout to the Lord all your lands with a battle cry of breakthrough. It says serve the Lord with gladness. That word serve is the, is the bond servant, what Paul talks about, I'm a bond servant, I am a voluntary slave of the Lord. Yeah. I want to worship him. I want to serve him. I'm a voluntary slave. I've given my life. I've come out to the, to the place of the battle. I've come out to the place of hardship. And I am shouting with the voice of breakthrough. I'm offering my life as a, as a thanksgiving offering. When they would come with their thanksgiving offerings, they'd come and bring them to the priest. And the priest would wave them. They were a heave offering. They'd wave them before the Lord. My life is a wave offering before God. I am being, I'm being poured out. I am being waved before him as a thanksgiving, as a thankful offering. I'm serving him. I'm a, I, I am a voluntary slave of him with what? This is not a depressing thing. I'm not depressed. My salvation is not discouraging and depression. I'm not a a voluntary slave out out of compulsion. I'm not doing this, Paul said, because because I have to. I'm doing this out of what? Out of gladness. Woo, I'm doing this with joy. That word gladness means exceeding joy and great pleasure, great delight. It, it is overflowing, Peter told us, with unexpressible and full of glory joy. I don't know if you hear me. Unexpressible and full of glory. His joy is in me. His gladness in me is full of delight. It's full of pleasure. It's overflowing, inexpressible. Hallelujah. It's inexpressible. I am. I am. Yeah, hallelujah. I am. (laughs) Woo! I am. say, I, I woo, am a voluntary servant. I am a voluntary slave of the Most High. And in there is where I find my delight. It's there I find my joy. It's there I find my pleasure. Oh, I don't need to go find my joy and my delight and pleasure in worldly things. No. It's in Him. It's in Him. I've become attached to Him. I'm enslaved to Him. And in Him I find I find my joy in Him. I find my delight in Him. In Him, I'm overflowing with joy that is exceedingly abundant and full of glory. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Come, come, come before His presence with singing, singing. This is it. This, this is the day, this is the day. That's not what that's saying. We're singing, that word in the Hebrew is triumphant cries of joy. To sing out, to to squawk out, triumphant, triumphant, triumphant Songs of joy. That when you're in the in the place that you're in, wherever it is, on the valley or in the mountaintop, wherever you find your place, that you're shouting with a voice of breakthrough, you have a battle cry of breakthrough followed, comes right up, followed up by a triumphant cry, a triumphant cry of joy and victory. And you're happy the whole time you're doing it. This doesn't look like, well, woe is me. Everywhere I go is depressing. No, that's not at all what's happening here. It is a happy, overflowing chorus of thanksgiving. No. Verse 3, know, know the Lord, know the Lord, he is God. Word Hebrew, yada, to know intimate, by intimacy, know him intimately, know him. And that, that word yada is attached to it, declare, to know and to declare, to know a thing and say it, to, to know that God, he is God and declare it, to look at your situation and say, I know by experience You've come to me, devil, with your spear and your sword. I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord. I've had the experience back when the pastor, that that lion and that bear, it was no match for my God. He he empowered me to overcome both of them. There's nothing that my God can't do. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. You you've come to me. With lies, I'm coming to you with the truth. I'm, you've brought out a bunch of lies and temptation, and, and you're trying to get us to serve. Philistine means to wallow in the dust and self. You want me to step out into the valley and wallow around in your dirt and in self-pity and self-despair, self-destruction. I'm telling you, I'm cutting your head off. I'm not going to wallow around in self. I'm not going to wallow around in despair. I'm, cutting your, I'm not going to allow this thing to even think. You hear that? Your head, your. If you allow yourself to, you'll get stuck in self pity and loathing and despair. Woe is me. But no, when you cut the head off that thing, you could come out with a victorious voice say, I'm declaring battle on you. I'm overcoming you. I'm overtaking you. My Lord is victorious. Know God. Know Him. and declare, He is God. He is God, the ruler of the universe. He is God, the one that spun the stars into order. He is God, the one who sits on the throne and ordains every step of my life. He is God, the one who will cause me to live and to not die. He is God. I don't think you're hearing anything I'm saying. Some of you are still allowing that praise to work up on the inside. No one's ever liberated you to have a battle cry kind of praise. Well, I'm going to liberate you today. You can have and need to regularly have a battle cry (laughs) praise. This is something that Metamucil can't do for you. You got to get in the word of God and get regular on your battle cries of praise. Don't get mad if you take metamucil. That's not what I'm talking about. You need to be regular, and your shouts of praise. <laughs> It is He who made us, precisely fashioned you. That's what that means. He, it is He who has precisely fashioned you, not ourselves. We are the people. We this word people. It's funny. It's we are not just we are not just sheep in a pasture. We're just not accidentally His. Paul said we've been adopted in. David's echoing this. We are His people. We are His kinsmen. We are His family. He is our kinsman redeemer, and we are the sheep of his pasture. What is a pasture? Not pasture. What is a pasture? It's a pasture. The pasture is where the people. It's where they eat. It's where the sheep eat. It's where they feast. We are the sheep of his pasture. Where are the sheep of his pasture? Where do we feed? We eat lavishly, delightfully in the fields of green grace and mercy. He brings us beside the still waters. He makes us lay down in, in green pastures. He restores my soul. We're feasting, we're eating upon the pasture of the Lord. The pasture of the Lord. we graze. We graze on his grace. There you go. There's a Facebook quote for you. We are grazing on his grace. (laughs) And then we enter. We enter his gates. Don't hang out on the outside. You don't have to stay out, out yonder. You can come on inside. You don't have to stay out there in the and the doom and gloom, come on in the ends. It's nice and warm. The water's fine. Come on in. The gates, the gates of his authority. Gates always, uh, their type of authority. The gates, his authority. Come into his authority with thanksgiving. Come into his authority with thanksgiving. This word, thanksgiving, this is a, this is a good one bad translation. You want to know what it means? It means to come in with a procession or a choir of praise. It means to mount everybody up, get them all together, and enter into his authority. It's, you know, we used to do this years ago. I I don't know if you've ever seen this, but the choir would march in. They'd come marching in. Do y'all ever seen that happen? The choir marching in, and they'd come in singing their song. That's old school, but anyway, the choir... (laughs) You see that more in the south. I haven't, I haven't seen it in the north. I don't know. Do you all ever sing that up here? You do that up here? Okay, they march in singing their song. That's kind of the picture here is that the choir is marching in with their, in their processional, singing their song of Thanksgiving. It's not a religious song. This, this is a happy song. This is a song of breakthrough. It's a song of dance and praise and exuberance. It's rejoicing, spinning about, dancing about wildly. That, it, it, earlier on, the rejoicing, that dancing and praising. So it's a procession of praise, a choir of praise and thanksgiving that enters, that brings us in to his authority. And enter his courts, his presence. His courts is associated with his presence. Come into his presence with praise. That word praise there means to reflect and publicly proclaim. We reflect on who he is. He is, who is he? He is God. He is God. It is he who made us and not ourselves. We are the people and the sheep of his pasture. We reflect that he is feeding us. He is sustaining us. He is provisionally providing for us. Every need, every care, every concern. He has made us. He's made you. He's fashioned you perfectly. He has fashioned you. He is Feeding you. He is sustaining you. He is keeping you. He is nurturing you. Reflect on the goodness of God and proclaim it. Exodus 15. I don't have the time to read the whole thing. But it's Moses' song. Exodus 15 was this. Exodus 15, 11, I'll read it. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? You reflect on who he is and proclaim it. Who is God to you? When we when we when we worship corporately, and there's we sing songs, we sing the words together. But when there's a when there's a break in the in the in the words, it's not a it doesn't mean break from your worship. When there's a break in the words and there's time for spontaneous worship, it doesn't mean that we just. (laughs) What was she singing? Bob Evans is sounding good today. That's not. No, that's not what that is. It's not. That's that's called liturgical. That's not what worship. That's not that. That's not what this is. It's not worship. It's a. It's a. It's a place for you to reflect on what you've been singing and who God is and proclaim. It's an opportunity for your voice to be heard around the throne. Not just a corporate song, but your voice to be heard at the throne of heaven proclaiming the reflections of who God is. (laughs) I will. Yes. Yeah. He's God. He's good. He is God and He is good. His mercy endures forever. Yeah, your love and your grace endure forever. Hallelujah. 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 Woo! Woo! Yes. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> We were <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> so, so, this is Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is Thanksgiving. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Be thankful. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Be thankful to him and bless his name. That that word thankful there in verse 4, it means to throw down. So, you know, people, people, people say, well, what about all this falling? That, this, let me tell you, falling was part of the Hebrew worship. They would throw themselves down. They literally would throw themselves down in worship. That's what that means. Be thankful. Throw that word in the Hebrew. Throw yourself down to, be, to fall down before him to fall down another way that they would do that at times they would shoot arrows as a sign of worship or they would throw stones or throw something as a sign to, as an act of worship of throwing down now don't bring your arrows to church we have a security team that will stop you hopefully they won't like you we're not going to do that but you can, you can fall down. <laughs> we're, we're okay with that. Be thankful to him and bless his name. The word bless Barak to kneel before him and praise him. So we've gone, this is interesting. We've gone from this exuberant worship, this this powerful, exuberant, very demonstrative act of worship to now we are falling down and kneeling before him. If you don't like to fall, then kneel. There's a place for thanksgiving and there's a place for kneeling. There's a praising. There's there's both words are used here. Fall or kneel, but get on your face. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Whatever you want to do, just get get bow before him. It doesn't matter. People get stuck on the silliest things. Just do it. Just do it. You'll find that things change there. For the Lord is good. I mean, it's funny here that uh, this word beautiful or fair, he's good, he's beautiful, he's fairer, he's fairer than 10,000. He's that beautiful. You, you really begin to behold his beauty when you lay in, in his presence. You know, you can, you can see his, his might, his vigor, his omnipotence, his powerfulness. So you can see all of that while you're praising and dancing and shouting. But when you quiet yourself before him and you lay before him or you kneel before him, it's then that you can really begin to gaze upon the beauty of his holiness. It's then that you can really see, God, you're fairer than 10,000. Your name is like ointment poured forth. Your beauty overwhelms me. His mercy is everlasting. That word mercy is steadfast love. His goodness, his mercy is from generation to generation, from everlasting, from ancient of days to ancient of days. And his truth, his steadfastness, his character, his nature, who he is endures to all generations, all people forevermore. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining the Celebration podcast. For more information, visit ccakron.org or call us at 330-762-7458. You can also download the Celebration app from iTunes or the Android store. With my father, it's so wonderful.